Hi there, and Happy New Year to all of our listeners. Today, learn how discussing New Year's resolutions offers a window into English vocabulary and British culture. Have you ever wondered how people in Britain kick off their new year? This podcast about New Year's resolutions will give you both an insight into the psyche, the mind of British people, and what their priorities in life are, and it'll give you some great vocabulary for discussing people's personal goals and ambitions. Making New Year's resolutions is a tradition where people promise themselves that they'll make positive changes in their lives. I have made some loose New Year's resolutions, so if you keep listening to the end of this podcast, I'll tell you what mine are, and perhaps you'll be spurred on to make your New Year's resolutions by listening to this podcast, as well as practicing your English, of course. Hello, I'm Hilary, and you're listening to Adept English. We will help you to speak English fluently. All you have to do is listen. So start listening now and find out how it works. So it's the start of a new year, and why not kickstart your English learning? This verb to kickstart in English comes from the world of motorcycling. Motorbikes, in other words. And the verb to kickstart, K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T, sometimes with a hyphen in the middle. That's when you use a metal lever at the back of a motorbike, which, if you kick it, starts the engine. We also use this verb idiomatically. It means, according to Collins Dictionary, to restart a process that has stopped. So if you've taken a break in your English learning over the holidays, it's time to get back into English. Remember, consistency is the key to language learning. It's okay to take breaks, but what matters is your long-term commitment. I've had a break from my French learning over the holiday, but I have returned to listening daily to my French. And remember, if you find our podcast difficult, you could begin 2024 with our most common 500 words course. That'll get your basic English vocabulary sorted out and everything else will be much easier after that. You know where to look. This course is available on our website, adeptenglish.com. So what about people's New Year's resolutions this year? Well, YouGov, that's Y-O-U-G-O-V, that's an international market research company based in the UK, but with operations in Europe, North America, the Middle East and Asia. So I'm using their data, that's YouGov's data, on New Year's resolutions for some interesting statistics for the UK. It says that only 31% of those who made resolutions in 2023 kept them all, and that only 16% of Britons who made New Year's resolutions in 2023 didn't keep any of them. What I also noticed that was interesting, 29% of 18 to 24-year-olds make New Year's resolutions, but only 6% of the over 65s do. Maybe people learn with age that they don't keep to them. And women make resolutions more than men. I do think it's a good idea to have a review at the start of the year, a refocus on your overall direction and your life and where you're putting your energy. It's like a mini 
life review at the start of each year. It's important to do this. Like the seven habits of highly successful people author suggests, start with the end in mind. So think about your goals. Unless you do this type of thinking where you helicopter over your life and take the long view, you could end up not really thinking much about it and life happening to you rather than you actively choosing your direction. So what do people in the UK resolve to do in their resolutions? Well, predictably, 56% of people making New Year's resolutions are concerned with improving their physical fitness, doing more exercise, in other words. I've spoken before on this podcast about how the gyms are fully subscribed and full in January and about how it appears to tail off in February and beyond. This is presumably how gyms make their money. But this resolution to improve physical fitness is by far the most common one for people. Next, 49% of people making resolutions want to save more money. This is quite a common one and difficult, of course, with the cost of living increase. But people have goals and things they want or things they want to do in their lives. And saving up money usually is necessary in order to achieve this. My feeling is it's good to live as economically as you can on what you have. And if you're fortunate enough to have money to spare by doing this, it's good to save up for the things you want, the things you want to have or the things you want to do. Next in the list, 45% of people who make resolutions make them about losing weight. Again, I've talked before on this podcast about how the UK has an obesity epidemic. Lots of people who are overweight. So understandably, lots of people want to lose weight. And 42% of people who make resolutions want to improve their diet. I'm busy with this, not losing weight, but improving my diet. I've shared before in my podcast that I'm not diabetic, but I do seem to react to certain carbohydrates. They give me high glucose. And so I've changed my diet to avoid these glucose spikes. This has been a little bit of a challenge over Christmas. I've avoided the mince pies, for example. Interesting, the next lot of resolutions on the list have a far lower percentage of people deciding to do them. Of people who make resolutions, 21% decide they want to spend less time on social media. Less time doom scrolling as it sometimes gets called. Not something I do particularly, but I know people can feel that they waste a lot of time on social media and that they could be doing something more constructive with their time. Only 20% of New Year's resolutions concern people's work and pursuing career goals. That's surprising to me. I would have thought it would be much higher than this. And quite heartening, Also, 20% of people who make New Year's resolutions want to spend more time with their family. That's nice that that's level with work ambitions. Interesting to hear that it's the same percentage as career ambitions and goals. The YouGov data says that 19% of people who make New Year's resolutions are deciding to take up a new hobby or interest. Well, presumably this also includes hobbies and interests you've done before, but not for a while. A bit more data. 15% of New Year's resolutions concern 
renovating or decorating your house or flat. 14% of New Year's resolutions are about doing more voluntary or charity work. And 12% of people want to cut down the amount of alcohol they consume. And I was surprised to see that only 6% of New Year's resolutions are about giving up smoking. That's a really interesting statistic. Maybe smokers don't make New Year's resolutions. Or maybe it's because there aren't that many people left in the UK who actually smoke cigarettes. I can honestly say I don't know one person who smokes cigarettes anymore. So maybe it's just that smoking isn't that common anymore. My New Year's resolutions. I don't need to lose any weight, but I am intending to do more exercise for my health. And my kickstart for this, one of my presents for Christmas was some very nice new running shoes. I have a resolution to carry on with my new diet, low sugar, low carbohydrate, and continue learning about it. I'm probably going to do the Zoe program, that's Tim Spector's program of personalised tests, which helps you learn about your personalised best diet. Living more economically would be another goal for me so that more money can be saved up for the nice things. And I'm also one of that 15% of people who make resolutions about decorating and furnishing their homes. We recently decorated my son's bedroom and it looks so much better. I've decided I'd like to redecorate some other parts of the house. I'd better be quick though, because once it's gardening season, I'll want to be outside doing that. Other vague goals, working less, spending more time doing things I enjoy with people I enjoy being with. So there we have it. Those are my New Year's resolutions and some interesting statistics about what typically Britons make their New Year's resolutions about. Hopefully this will make you think about what you'd like to change or do in the coming year. Let us know what you're planning and if you make any New Year's resolutions. As ever, we love to hear from you. Enough for now. Have a lovely day. Speak to you again soon. Goodbye. Thank you so much for listening. Please help me tell others about this podcast by reviewing or rating it. And please share it on social media. You can find more listening lessons and a free English course at adeptenglish.com.